Welcome back to another episode of Podcast 1854. I'm your host, Brandon Peak. This episode, we're going to talk about some things that I've been thinking about these last few nights. It's been going on around our nation involving the uprising of violence towards police officers and the policies that the far left are putting in place from defunding police. I read an article and seen a clip where there was a station that had already been defunded. Night shift, they had about five people to manage and take care of over 40,000 people. Imagine that. In the moment something goes wrong, who's to blame? They are because they couldn't do their job. But yet, it's the policies that are being pushed down their throat from these radical, democratic... It's a pretty touchy subject. I was sitting there reading earlier, and I come across a comparison. In January of 2020, in January of 2021 comprised in all only 17 police were shot in those two years alone for the month of january we're in january we've had 24 police officers shot and four of those officers lost their life i sat there and i was going through and i listened to the wife of jason riviera He was one of the officers that died in New York in the shooting on the 21st of this month. And it it broke my heart. My brother, he was a police officer. That's what he always wanted to be his whole life when he was a child. As soon as he grew up, he wanted to be a cop, and he achieved that. Unfortunately, he lost his life in 2007 due to a house fire. So... Our law enforcement holds a special place in my heart, as they should be. I'm a firefighter. They're the first responder. I've worked with these people. I support them. They keep us safe. We do have some bad ones out there, but not all cops are bad. And these policies that are being pushed are just insane, and it's putting them in danger. When you have the commissioner sending out emails to the NYPD saying that she's worried over the implications to their safety as police officers and not only that, but the safety of the public and justice for the victims. That speaks volumes when the police officer is going against the DA and the DA still don't want to budge. So I'm going to play a clip for you guys. And just listen to what this lady's having to go through and her message to the DA of New York City. And although you won't be here anymore, I want you to live through me. The system continues to fail us. We are not safe anymore. 
not even the members of the service. I know you were tired of these laws, especially the ones from the new DA. I hope he's watching you speak through me right now. They're all standing on their feet, as they should be. I'm sure all of our Blue family is tired too. But I promise, we promise, that your death won't be in vain. I love you to the end of time. We'll take the watch from here. See, guys, just imagine if that was one of them in that position. How do you think they would feel? It's horrible. It's heartbreaking hearing her say those words. This is what our nation's becoming. We're teaching people to go and resist arrest. I mean, the DDA, that, that's one of his things in New York. He don't even want to prosecute it no more. Resisting arrest, prostitution, open-air drug sales. Describe that. You throw the drugs in the air and sell it? Is that what that stands for? I've never heard of it. But it's a shame, guys. How did we go from where we were 15 years ago, 20 years ago, to where we are today? when our police officers are being hunted down like prey and executed, shot at. The Democratic Party, they don't care about that. As crime rates continue to rise throughout the nation, the violence directed at law enforcement officers is just skyrocketing. And what is the government doing? Maybe you would think the feds would come in and do something. I don't know. You know, his partner was shot in the head when they was on that call. Unfortunately, he passed away Tuesday. His funeral is going to be held February the 1st and the 2nd at St. Patrick's Cathedral. But we're burying too many of our brothers and sisters. The system is messed up, and we cannot allow this to continue to happen. If we don't fight back, we're going to lose what we know is the greatest nation. And I'm going to tell you something, guys. It's a lot different when you put that uniform and that badge on and you go out and you do the job. I always had a different opinion about it. And after my brother got killed in 2007, I was approached by his former police chief who gave him the first shot at being a police officer. After multiple attempts, he finally gave him a chance. And it was nothing but success after that so they wanted me to become a police officer and i wasn't feeling it to be honest i mean i was a firefighter i wasn't a cop 
And then I also felt like maybe they was wanting me to be a cop because my brother, you know, I couldn't feel those shoes. I wouldn't want to feel those shoes. But due to the economic situation we were in at the time, my family and I, it was either unemployment or take the job. And he promised me that if I took the job, he would send me to the fire academy and get all of my certifications before he would send me to the police academy. And so with that offer on the table, the pay was good. I took the position. And lo and behold, after I took it and I started to ride around with my corporal, I started to see things from a different perspective, a side that I've never seen before. And I started looking at things differently. And I'm going to tell you something. One of the first calls I went on that involved a shooting was late at night. I was off work. The call went out for everyone, all off-duty officer personnel, everyone respond to the scene. I get there, and there's 50, 60 people, easy, in a curve, in a party, all drunk. And a young teenager had just been shot in the chest, a drive-by. And as I'm sitting there, holding this young man, because we can't even get an ambulance in. And mind you, I just started, so I didn't have a gun. I didn't have nothing to protect myself with. And the fear that I felt that night was incredible. And then to realize that there was a tactical team gearing up to go hunt down the killer, which they found in a short time later. So, like I said, unless you put that badge on and you go do that job, you have shots fired at you and you're told you can't fire back or you can't have a gun or you can't protect yourself because you're a police officer. It's not right. And it changed my life forever. I'm not a police officer. Like I said, it wasn't for me, so it didn't last very long. And I continued to fight fire. But the point of that story was hopefully you'll take away that unless you put yourself through something, don't judge nobody else that is doing that. And I did acknowledge that there are bad cops out there but that's with any profession we need to find ways to do better background checks psych evals whatever the case may be but there has to be a better solution than taking their money away taking their rights away basically telling the public it's open season on all police officers. If you see a cop, it's okay. Shoot them. We don't care about them. We don't care about their family. That's why we're taking everything away from them. This is what the left is doing to our country, guys. 
What's it going to take? How much more? We can't take much more. Look at the situation we're in now. Is it getting better? No, it's not. Like I said, you take two years combined for the month of January, 17 officers combined for those two years. And we are up to 24 just this year alone with four of them being killed. That's that's mind-boggling. You think the president has said anything about this? I know it's hard for him to speak, but still, nothing, crickets, that's it. But I tell you what they will do, they'll come after our gun rights, they'll want to they'll take our guns, the public, the innocent people, the hard-working people that go out and purchase these legally, take the safety training, take the courses, Treat them how they're supposed to be treated. But they'll come after our rights. Our constitutional rights. Wake up, America. It's got to come to an end. And it's going to take that unity, resiliency, band together, support your local police and fire department. They are the backbone to our nation, they really are. Put that badge on, and I promise you, you will have a different perspective. Like I said, it's something that I had to get off my mind, and I wanted to share it with you guys. So I hope you enjoy it. If you have any questions, please shoot us an email, or if you want to come on the show, send us a message. We'll be glad to have you. You guys stay safe. Hug your babies. Kiss your family. Tell them you love them. Tomorrow's not promised. All we have is today. So treat it like your last. Take care, guys. This episode was brought to you by Peaks Production and the South Carolina Federation of Republican Men. Please subscribe for more.